G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. They say that revenge is sweet, perhaps, but the truth is that it leaves a bitter aftertaste, does it not? And what we do when we have the opportunity to take revenge on someone, it turns out, has a lot to do with what's going on in our hearts. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and it's great to be with you again as today we take a look at what's going on in your heart from a different perspective. And do stay tuned because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about my free daily devotional Fresh. It's all about helping you draw closer to Jesus so that you can be all that he created you to be. They say that revenge is sweet and and let's be honest about it, sometimes revenge is exactly what we want. When someone's giving us a hard time, we want sweet revenge. When we see on TV or hear on the radio about the trial of the man who raped and murdered that young woman, we want him locked up and we want the keys thrown away. It's times like that we can be persuaded that the death penalty is perhaps not such a bad idea after all. And yet, revenge is not all that it's cracked up to be. I think that something inside us dies each time we take revenge. Sure, we have an inbuilt sense of justice. We do. We, we just do because God made us in his image. Why wouldn't we have an inbuilt sense of justice? But revenge for me, it's a bit like hardening of the arteries. Little by little they harden and then one day our heart stops beating. It just dies. And I have to tell you something. I'm someone who wants to be close to God and when the desire to take revenge grips me, It feels like God is a million miles away. Let's take a bit of a poke around in that space today on the program. This past week, we've been taking a look at our hearts. God looks on the heart. We looked at David the other day. And when he was a young man and the prophet came to choose a king, God looked on David's heart, not on what he was on the outside. And then when David slew Goliath, this boy David had courage in his heart when all the other men in the army, much older and much more experienced than him, were hiding under a rock. What goes on in our hearts is what really matters. Jesus said murder begins in the heart. If you hate someone or you're angry with them, it's just as bad in his eyes as killing them. Hmm. Today, I want to take another look at King David. And what we discover is that God had done so much in this young man's heart that he was able to resist the temptation of taking revenge, even against a man who'd been trying to kill him. David was anointed as king as a young boy, well before the current king, King Saul, was relieved of the position. And so this young man had the spirit of God on him. You read in 1 Samuel chapter 16 that Samuel the prophet came and chose David as the next king. And David said to Samuel, how long are you going to grieve over Saul? I've rejected him because Saul was a bad dude. 
And so Samuel anoints David as king, this young shepherd boy, but Saul is still king and happens years before. So the whole David and Goliath thing happened. We looked at that the other day on the program. And David all of a sudden has popularity and fame and success. He becomes a celebrity and people start looking to David. There's a reason for that, because God's anointing was obvious. God's hand was on him. God's spirit was on him. And so people started looking to David as being the next king. Saul became a lame duck. He was the king in name only, in position only. It was all there for the world to see. And so Saul becomes jealous and hunts David down. And David is running for his life in the wilderness. Have a listen. I'm reading here from 1 Samuel chapter 24. After Saul returned from pursuing the Philistines, he was told that David is in the desert of En Gedi. So Saul took 3,000 chosen men from all Israel and set out to look for David and his men near the crags of the wild goats. He came to the sheep pens along the way, and a cave was there, and Saul went inside to relieve himself. David and his men, however, were far back in the cave. And the men said, This is the day that the Lord spoke of when he said to you, I will give your enemy into your hands for you to deal with him as you wish. And so David creeps through the darkness in the cave unnoticed and cuts off the corner of Saul's robe. Afterwards, David was conscious stricken. See, he cut the corner of the king's robe off and he said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do such a thing to my king, the Lord's anointed, or lift my hand against him, for he is the anointed one of the Lord. With these words, David rebuked his men and did not allow them to attack Saul. And Saul left the cave and went on his way. Then David went out of the cave and called out to him, Saul, my lord, the king. And Saul looked behind him. David bowed down and prostrated himself with his face on the ground. And he said to King Saul, Why do you listen when men say David is bent on harming you? This day you have seen with your own eyes how the Lord delivered you into my hands in the cave. Some people urged me to kill you, but I spared you. I said, I will not lift my hand against my master because he is the Lord's anointed. See, my father, look at this piece of your robe in my hand. I cut off the corner of your robe, but did not kill you. Now understand and recognize that I am not guilty of wrongdoing or rebellion. I have not wronged you, but you are hunting me down to take my life. May the Lord judge between you and me, and may the Lord avenge the wrongs you have done to me, but my hand will not touch you. As the old saying goes, from evildoers come evil deeds, so my hand will not touch you. Against whom has the king of Israel come out? Whom are you pursuing, a dead dog, a flea? May the Lord be our judge and decide between us. May he consider my cause and uphold it. May he vindicate me by delivering me from your hand. Do you see what's happening here? This is such an amazing response. You see, Saul's out trying to kill David, and David has the opportunity to kill Saul, and he doesn't take it. Some urged me to kill you, but I spared you. I will not lift my hand against my master. Why didn't he kill Saul? Because Saul had been put there by God and because David's heart was so besotted with his God that he couldn't bring himself to take this obvious piece of revenge. That small piece of cloth in David's hand was evidence of his heart for God. In fact, at every point in this story, you have to look at it and say to yourself, what an amazing guy and what an amazing heart. Saul, on the other hand, gets away, and if you read on, he tries this again in the next couple of chapters. You read on in 1 Samuel 26, he tries to kill David again, and David ends up sparing Saul's life a second time. 
You see, when God gets hold of our hearts, it changes who we are and how we behave. It's an awesome thing. It is the most awesome thing when you see a man or a woman who lay aside the act of revenge because their heart has been changed by God. I said at the beginning of the program that taking revenge puts us at a distance from God. It breaks our intimacy with him. But the converse is also true in my experience. When I lay aside the act of revenge, he draws me closer. I experience him with a depth and an intimacy, and that's a very, very special thing. See, so many people want to be close to God, but they just don't know how. Well, here it is. The next time you're in a cave and someone's trying to kill you, you can decide to have a stay of execution. You can take the hand that was going to strike them and put it around their shoulder. We can do that. We can make that decision. We can let God have his way in our hands. God calls us not to take revenge, but to love our enemy. And we may not always appreciate it. It may not always feel good at the time, but it will bring us so close to God. with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free and I'd love to send it to you. Each day you'll receive a life-changing scripture together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement from me delivered right to your inbox where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. Remember, God's Word is the power to change and it's fresh for you each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again, same time tomorrow, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.